Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. AD. Yo. Uh-huh. That makes it three and zero against the Seahawks this season. I, I I don't know if you were keeping tabs or not. You still worry? <laughs> well, they gone now, so I got nothing else to worry about. <laughs> and, and talk to me next season. This is the Believe in 49ers podcast on Believe. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. Plenty to get to on the show. Niners winning uh, their first round matchup. They win on Super Wild Card Weekend in advance of the divisional round. It'll be a home game for an opponent yet to be determined. They'll get the winner of the Cowboys and the Buccaneers. But the Niners take care of business, knocking off the Seattle Seahawks, a divisional foe who they met for a third time and end up coming up with the season sweep. So we'll get into that. We'll give you our game balls. Uh, we'll break this entire thing down, how it went down. It was purdy time uh, once again. Uh, out there in the field of jeans, uh, we saw the red paint, which gets your boy so excited. We'll have an opportunity to see that again next week. Uh, but so much jam-packed show uh, for you here on the Believe in 49ers podcast. As always, we want to encourage you to continue to download, subscribe, rate, and review. We're located wherever you find your podcast. If there's a like or a follow button on your particular podcast subscription service, Go ahead, hit that like or follow button. Uh, give us a like on YouTube as well at Believe in 49ers, B-L-E-A-V. Y'all know how it's spelled by now. Uh, also, hit us up on social media. I'm at R Haylock. He is at underscore Eric Davis underscore on Twitter. And on Instagram, I am at Watch Ray Ray. He is at ED25. As always, we are brought to you by the fine folks at Bet Online. We have entered the divisional round of the NFL playoffs. You got NBA season with the All-Star game right around the corner. A march not too far away. You talked about the one of the biggest and baddest and, and, and maybe best tournaments in, in, in all of the uh, you got that coming up, uh, NHL uh, as well. So whatever you got. And also, pitchers and catchers are going to be reporting soon, right? There's some spring training right around the corner. So things are just getting started here in the year 2023. And BetOnline, uh, fortunate enough for you, they have you covered. So just head on over to the website, BetOnline.ag, to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure you use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. That's Bet Online, where the game starts. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. Uh, Ed, yeah. Game yeah. balls. Oh, first I got to talk about this lack of sleep you get during the you know the previous week and all these type things. <laughs> I mean, the game balls ain't going nowhere. The game is what it is. The game is exactly what I thought it was going to be. But you know, you you had different thoughts on it. I did have different thoughts. You did. You I, I had so wildly, wildly different. Yeah, there, there was some concern. I, I'd be lying if I didn't say there was, there was not any concern. Look, okay. So, from your and and so we were on, we were on uh, with with Forty Niners Mike prior to kickoff yep. on Saturday on, on nothing but Niners, and we talked about this. And right after you left, uh, me and Mike continued the conversation. And so, here's part of it, right? So. Your lens, your view, your vantage point, you see it obviously a whole lot different, right? You played the game, obviously you were in that locker room, right? So as a player, you see it from a totally different vantage point, right? In terms of um, when you talk about, you know, we beat these guys twice in a row, we already know we're going to be doing a third time. 
you know, things of that nature. Having nothing to lose, right? Teams obviously do have something to lose, right? If you're yeah. playing a playoff game just like everybody else, right? Uh, not necessarily. Like a lot of people were saying that the Seahawks, you know, playing with house money because they got the pick from Russ and this season ended up being a whole lot better than, you know, many people expected. Well, yeah. They may be saying that, you know, Pete and John Schneider may be saying that amongst themselves, but nobody in that locker room is having that, that conversation, right? These are all things that, I, that I've learned from you, right? So from your vantage point, from your lens, you see it obviously totally different. Now, from where I sit, um, I see things obviously much different from you in a sense that, you know, I mean, you look at the numbers and the numbers, the numbers actually do favor the team. If a team is going to play, if two teams are going to meet for the third time, and one team swept the regular season series, the numbers actually do favor that team that swept the regular season series. Uh, however, I mean, there's some weird things happen, right? You, you said it almost every week on the show this season, drop picks matter, right? Weird things happen. We saw weird things shake out in that first half that had your boy all kinds of uncomfortable going into the locker room at <laughs> halftime, right? I was ready to, if wifey wasn't taking an, if wifey wasn't taking a nap, I was ready to start, you know, kicking stuff all over the house, right? Just the way the whole, that last, I don't even want to say two minutes. It was more like the last 90 seconds or so kind of shook out at the end of that first half, right? right? So, so yeah, I mean, there was, there was definitely some concern there. Did I think it was going to be easy? Absolutely not. I thought, I thought it would actually, I actually thought it would be a one possession game. Uh, yeah. Glad I was wrong about that. Uh, and, so funny. And I thought that number, <laughs> that, that number that that was set, I think it was like thirteen and a half. At least that was like the early number. Uh, I thought that was way too large of a number, but I, wrong about that. So I, you know, I'm man enough, Ed. Okay. Um, well, you have a choice. Thoughts here. You have a choice. You have I, a choice. I don't have a choice. Man. You're right. Yeah. Because yeah. it's the, all, these are all it, facts. Funny. Now, when I see you say that I look at it from a different perspective because I played and maybe that's the case. Um, there is that part of it, but I am a, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. And I look at the things and I even noted where you say what the numbers say statistically that that the team that has won the previous two, they have a hard time with the third one. I bet if you actually, well, it actually what, favors them though. It, it does favor them. Well, well actually, okay. Okay. Because, because I, cause what I was about to say, I guess if you were to go look at it, this was numbers. If you go look at it, just see how those series always played out and just look at who was the better team at that time. Who who was the better team coming into that third game? Who was the better team throughout the course of the season, not just head-to-head? Like, who's the better team? And that's what I was telling you about this. The Niners, I, what did I say? I, I told you, if they played their absolute best, the Seattle Seahawks, if they had, they had a, what did I say? They, if they have a great day, and the Niners are having a bad day. It'll be close. But the Niners would beat them anyway. And yeah. what happened is that. that that's what happened the first half. And John Taylor and I were sitting there looking at each other. And it was so funny. We were sitting there looking at each other near the end of the half. And I was like, we were listening to people around us. And both of us were kind of laughing because we, we, we were sitting there talking. And he was like, they don't realize that they're going to come right out after the half. They're going to score. They're going to take the lead. They're going to stop them. They're going to score again. And I said, and the game's going to be over. And JT was like, he was like, that's exactly what's about to happen. Because it was, the Niners were playing less than, and Seattle played as well as they possibly they could. Play and it, better. And it they was could a one-point game. It yeah. was a one-point game. 
So that's what I'm like. There's no way they can beat them because there's no way they can sustain perfect play. And the Niners weren't playing well yet. So they were not playing well. But but to your point, right? To your point about the best team. I think that's why we love the NFL so much. I think that's why a large part of the country loves March Madness so much because of that one, <laughs> that, that one that one and done aspect, right? Like so it's and well, me, that it's not always the better team. It's no, not always the, the better team. This is the difference in March Madness as opposed to the NFL. March Madness you're right. It's a one and done thing. And you're basing this off of kids. You're basing this off of kids. And most of them aren't that good. <laughs> Truth be told, most of the kids, if you're, if you're playing in college, you ain't that good. Cause you would have gone pro and basketball. When you got juniors and seniors on your team playing, it's rare that they are good players, that they're NBA caliber players, that they're the better players, or they would have already been in the league. You and I both know that. I'm a, I'm, I'm pushed back so, on that a little bit. Yeah, okay, you they push, may you not push, be you NBA push back caliber players, like. but they're still really good basketball players. They're, like I just said, they're so okay. So they they aren't NBA caliber players, so they're not the best of the best. Not the so best in the world, no. And so when they're not, when you're not dealing with the best of the best, anything can happen. When you're looking at a professional team, a professional team. Everyone, anything can happen. Every you're you're absolutely right on any given day because you're a pro. That's why there's no such thing as an as, as an easy game. But because, as I said, you played an entire season, one team showed that they are an average ball club. The other one showed that they are very very good. I'm not betting against a very very good team because they've already shown me that they're going to be able to handle it because the guys aren't going to come out all of a sudden and just forget how to play college that March madness that happens guys, guys get put in those tough situations and they don't know how to handle it because they're just young and you have to grow and mature and learn how to handle those situations. The pressure is always there. You're feeling it or you're applying it. And all of a sudden Duke is playing against some school they've never heard of. And for the first time, they're feeling the pressure and they're accustomed to applying it. For pro, you deal with that ebb and flow, hell, within the same game. <laughs> Diamador Lenore, week to week, he goes from feeling it to applying it. That's a part of being a professional. So that's the difference. And that's why I, I didn't concern myself with this game, simply because I just knew they were just way better. There's not a team, everyone thinks I'm just throwing it out there, and they keep asking me every time I talk to someone, who you know, who, who are you concerned about in the NFC? Who's the threat? I'm like, guys, there is no threat. There is no threat. The 49ers are the best team in the league, so I know they're going to the Super Bowl. Now, the question is the matchup, okay? There's, and there's nobody in the NFC that can match up against them. And, and beat them. There, there, there's not a bad NFC matchup for them. So that being said, they're not going. They're going to the Super Bowl. Now, now there could be some crucial matchups. You know, there, that's a difference when you get to the. They're still the best roster, but now we're back to matching up and and you know drop picks mattering. That's the issue when you get to the Super Bowl. But we'll figure that one out when we get there based on the opponent. But right now. Uh, you know what? Game ball. I know that's what, how we started this. Game ball. Okay. Yeah. 
my game ball, I'm, I got Purdy. I got Purdy. Why um, Purdy fought through what he needed? Why was the first half an issue? Because Purdy looked like a rookie. I told you, end zones are red. I told you he has a chance now to be a legend. He's no longer playing with house money. He does have something to lose. Right now, he's got a championship to lose. He's got an opportunity to be a guy. He's got $30 million contracts to lose. I knew he was going to feel it, and he felt it. He, he was throwing some balls that we were – there were some times in the first half I was like, thank goodness he threw a bad ball because it would have been a pick. He should have thrown three picks in the first half. But easily, easily. But you know what happened? He moved. He didn't. He moved beyond it. He got through it. Rest of the squad kept doing what they were doing until he got his feet underneath himself, and all of a sudden he started to get his swag back, and now – they're going to be fine moving on. That's why I said Seattle was the perfect opponent because no matter what, the guy knows he could beat him. So when if, if he's off a little bit, the nerves are there, he still knows. Unlike March Madness where these kids are like, I don't know. This guy knew. I can beat these dudes. And, I, and that's why I was so happy. And I don't know if that necessarily would have been the case against a different opponent that he hadn't seen because I knew it was going to get to him. The game was going to be a little faster and that's what happened. But that's my game ball because he fought through it, put 40, ended up with 41. He's the guy. Yeah, he gets, he gets it. He put 41 up. I don't care if Debo um, gets great blocks by Ayuk and he runs the screen passes and all of this type stuff. We give them to all the other quarterbacks. So, um, and that's why I'm going to be the same way. If they don't score any points, I'm going to be like, Purdy, you got to do better. So you get the credit when they do score. Yeah, I mean, he he totally flipped the script there, and it's it, almost like a 180, right? Same number of completions in the second half, fewer attempts, however. You get a little bit more chunk plays, and obviously both in the run and the passing game. Uh -huh. and, uh, but he just – he settled. He settled in. He looked different. He started making those plays. But but to your point, yeah, he, he definitely did look like a rookie. I, I wrestled with this. I thought about going Purdy. I did think about going that way. I'm going to flip the script, though, here, because I think this was the single most important play of the game. I'm going to go with Charles Omenahu. He's the one who had the forced fumble. Bosa I'm not mad. There. I almost went there, but yeah. Bosa was there <laughs> to recover it. And that single there, – there was that. I mean, you can – a lot of people point to the, the skirmish after – Abrams twisted Debo's ankle uh, that may have you know that may have injected a little bit of something you know else since the Niners Kittle talked about that but that play right there realize like it's two plus minutes left in the third quarter like they're driving they're about to tie this game up this is still a one score game um it, it's still it's still nervous time on my couch I don't know about where anybody else was sitting and Omenahu comes up with that forced fumble Bosa's there to recover it, and from there it was just all downhill uh, for the Niners. But you're talking two minutes left in the third quarter. This is still this is still a game. It looks like they're about right. to tie the game up. And a huge, you, you're <laughs> you've called on this defense all season long to make big plays, and they made the biggest play. And for okay. me, that was the game changer. That was the difference maker in the entire game. I agree, as expected. What what I say this time of year. Your stars got to be stars. Role players have to know their role and take pride in it. And then you got to have a couple of surprises. That's how you win a championship. 
and you expect the defense to show up and do what they did. Make plays when you need a play. That's what happens. And third quarter, they're driving. They're about to score. No reason to get nervous. What I told you, no one has ever winning a game. No one has ever losing a game. You win or you lose. You lose. Yeah. You're yeah. either winning from behind or you're winning from ahead, but uh, you win or lose. In between, it doesn't matter. It's funny. I heard you saying that in my head as I'm sitting there watching the game, uh, towards the, toward, especially towards the end of that first half there. Uh, this is the Believe in 49ers podcast on Believe. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. Those were our game balls here on the Believe in 49ers pod. ED goes with Brock Purdy. I go with Charles Amenahu. Uh So now, ED, let's let's just uh-huh. take, take a look at this game here. All right, you yep. go up, you go up ten nothing, and it's like okay, all right, boys came out hot. Seattle doesn't really have an answer. And then Seattle comes right back, right? And as, yeah. I'm, as I'm digesting this first half, seeing them, seeing the defense not be able to get off the field on that particular drive, I'm thinking, okay, now, 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 now Seattle has some life here, right? And and so they're able to get on the board. They march down the field. They get a touchdown. They dominate the second quarter. And I look at the last. I don't know how much time it was. I'm I'm, I'm guesstimating here. Maybe a minute and a half left in the in the first half. Mm-hmm. May have been some of the worst football I've seen by this team all season. And and this includes uh, the Kansas City game. There was, you talk about Purdy looking like a rookie. There, there was a, a <laughs> moment there where he looked like he didn't even need to be on the field. There was, he, he rolled out to his left, I want to say three consecutive plays and I don't know. I don't even know what was going on, right? But it was like rinse yeah. and repeat, right? Roll left, roll left, get rid of the ball. And I'm like, what in the world is going? Yeah, three on? like three really bad plays. Yeah. Really, really bad plays. Yeah. And this was this was after this was like right after they got inside the forty, right? So they're driving. You you figure you kind of got three in your back pocket, but you have an opportunity to go for more here. It, between the clock management, between Purdy just being off his mark and, and looking like he didn't even belong on the field. You got all that, right? You end up with three. You do the squibber. It goes right to the tight end. He's able to have a nice return. And so they get, you know, decent enough field position. And then Jimmy Ward. Yep. You don't expect that from your veteran, from one of your leaders. Just not not the smartest play there, right? Where well, he comes up and it's well, a big it's a 15 yarder, and then they, and then they end up getting in field goal position and kick the three. So there's a couple things here, right? Yeah. One, you know how much Kyle loves those two for ones, right? Where he can score right at the end of the half, and then be able to score right at the beginning of the next half when he gets the ball yeah. back. That was set up for that, despite how bad the offense looked on the, those previous couple of plays. But then all of that is negated, and then Big Mo all of a sudden is wearing the white and blue uniform now the seattle seahawks going to the locker room at halftime because of that play by a guy that you 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 just don't expect it to come from that guy not the yeah. smartest play it's indefensible really they go into the locker room and they're up now they have the lead now going to the locker room and then you think about kyle right not good coming from behind right I mean, it's only one point lead right but it, it's it, all the narratives are out there right like kyle whenever he's down record is this you know this much and this much but when he's ahead at the half the record is far superior this that or the other and it's just like what in the world is going on and, and yeah. to me i'm thinking like 
this is the weird stuff, right? This is the other stuff, right? That you just, you know, you can't necessarily account for where things can just kind of go wrong, yeah. um, so to speak. And so I was living at the yeah. house. Now, I see, was unlike, human. Well, unlike you, I did account for it. And that's why I said, if they have a bad day, it'll be close, but they'll win. That's the only way it was going to be close. The, the only way to score would be close was for the Niners to have a bad day. So first half, they weren't playing well. You're getting uncharacteristic plays by Jimmy Ward. That's like you said, I don't even need to get on that. That's less than. That's a less than play. He, he, no way. People can sit here and talk about how hard it is. Ricky Waters and I were talking about it. He was like, man, that's tough, all this stuff and everything. He said, man, when you see him going to the ground, man, and you're coming at him. I said, Jimmy, I, I, I said, Ricky, what did you just say? He said, what do you mean, man? I, I said, what did you just say? When you well, see him going when to you the ground. When you see him going to the ground. I said, exactly. I'm a professional athlete. If I see him going to the ground, I know I can't hit him. It's not that hard. It's really not that difficult. Everyone who says, it's one thing if a guy is up in the air, we're both going for the ball, or I'm going to make a hit, and he ducks all of a sudden. That's different. I don't have air brakes. But if I can see a guy going to the ground, I know I can't touch him. I know who has the ball. It's not like I'm confused who has the ball. I know it's a quarterback. I know the rules are different. I have to abide by the rules. And I, like I told Ricky, I said, Ricky, did the rules ever change while you were playing? And he was like, yeah. I said, you adjust it, right? He's like, yeah. I said, that's what the better players do. You adjust. I said, Jimmy Ward's good enough to adjust with the rules. And he was like, oh, I never thought about it. That I'm way. glad I'm not the only one you're the voice of reason <laughs> for. Like, this just made my whole day. Like, pretty Ricky Waters just, just had to get talked down by my man E.D. Yeah, I just, but I, I just told him. He, he, he said, I never thought about it that way. I said, no, you just adjusted because you were one of the better players. I said, but that's all it is. I said, I, and I, like I told you out there on the field, it's not meant for everybody to do. It's hard. Everybody can't do it. You got to, everybody can't play by the rules that we, that you have to abide by. It's a very difficult thing to do. That's why that's the best of the best on the field. You look at that. You look at the other ward. C ward uh, relaxes on play. Cause guess what? I'm sitting here and I've been jamming him. I've been fighting. We've been pushing and shoving and, and the ball doesn't come. And I fight with him and I'm watching fight with him, everything. And the ball doesn't come. Well, you fight, you fight, you fight and you keep fighting. And then all of a sudden you relax because ah, the ball ain't going to come. And here it comes. Mm. And that's all it was on that one play, the long play DK Metcalf. So that, see, that stuff like that, that's what you can see while you're there, right? I didn't, I didn't, I didn't see that. I didn't see yeah, that. Yeah. So he's, he's sitting, he just relaxed. There was nothing, there was nothing that he needs to do differently other than realize that the play ain't over until the snap is over. Yeah. And it's not over just because they haven't been throwing at you. That's one of those things, like I say, that's a self-inflicted wound. So going into the half, I wasn't stressed out because I knew the only thing that could keep the game close was self-inflicted wounds. I know that this team is better than to allow that to continue throughout the day. They adjusted it. They fixed it. The defense is so good, they're going to make plays. They made plays. They moved on. They did the things they needed to do. And then the game turned out to be, you know, laughable because they are that much better. And that's what I expected in this one. Now, sticking with that point. Yeah. How concerning is it moving forward 
what we, we saw, we talked about this, right? We talked about yeah. the, sec- the secondary and it's been shown this season and we saw it a little bit there on, on, on Saturday as well. These guys can get beat, especially over the top, right? We, we hadn't really seen a lot of that from Ward this season. It, it's been really whoever the other guy was okay. on the other side who's kind of been getting picked on. Um, you know, Diamo had his minutes. He ended up getting the pick late in the game. Uh, but Ward had – Ward Ward Great play, by the way. Got, by I the, mean, he got – he picked off Tyler Lockett, too, one of the fastest guys yeah. in the league still. Yeah. And, 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 to, and to read it, have the confidence to sit down on it and pick that out picked that ball off. It played the defense very well, kept his leverage, did everything he was supposed to do on it. That was a that was a solid play. Like one of the things he did the basics so well, it looked easy. That's the kind of that and he's just got to grow, man. Did I tell you? Don't worry about him. He's got to grow. I'm sorry for cutting you off. Keep going. Keep going. Well, how I mean, Ward was getting it too, right? Talking yeah. about Charverius. Now, yeah. And, and Diamo was getting it a little bit too on the other side. Yeah. So it's out there now, right? And obviously, I mean, yeah. it's been out there, but now it's out there again. Come postseason time, so now, how, how, how concerning is that going forward for you? Is is that not a thing, or is that a thing or not? It's the number one defense in the league. But what I've always told you, a team is going to go as far as its secondary takes it. Exactly. Everything. You said you keep you. I said it before this last game when when I was told that Diaminor. Uh, Lenore is the weak link. Um, what did I say? How is there? I don't know if I said this to you. I talked to so many people, but I told someone, I was like, there is no weak link on the number one defense. So he may be getting more action and you're going to give up more plays if you're getting more action. And I likened it to a, a receiver. A, 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 there are very few receivers that don't drop balls. I guarantee you the guys with more drops, if you look at the solid receivers, it's because they got more opportunities. More targets, yeah. You get more targets, you're going to have more drops. It's the same thing. If you get more targets, they're going to catch more balls. So that's what happens. So Lenore is going to continue to see more balls. Can he make plays in a playoff game when it matters? Yeah, I saw him do it. You know me. I don't have to question can you do it after I've seen you do it. Guess what? He doesn't have to question whether or not he can do it. He's been in position. We have we been having this conversation like he's been in position. He's got to learn how to finish. And confidence comes from doing. I picked off one last week. Why can't I pick off one this week? What about Ward? Like, we hadn't really seen Jimmy this. Ward relaxed on the play. You you haven't been seeing it. Why haven't you been seeing it? Charverius Ward. Mooney Ward. Yes. Yes, I'm saying. You haven't been seeing it. Why haven't you been seeing it? Because he's been making the play. He didn't forget how to play football. I told you already. He relaxed on the play. He literally stopped running. He was running with the guy, covering the guy. And what happened is the previous – 15 times he was on him, they didn't throw it. Well, guess what? 16, they decided to throw it. He decided to stop, and DK kept running. Because every other play, DK was running, 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 and then he, the ball wasn't coming, so DK break down. So that clock was in his head. Like, right about now is the time that he breaks down. DK kept running. And you're not going to catch back up to DK. <laughs> no, that's easy. No, no, no. So he can run exciting. with him, yeah. but you can't give, but you can't relax. Once he relaxed, it was over. Now he's got a couple of steps on you, and it's over. So that's what happened on that play. So am I concerned that that is going to continue to be a thing? No. Why would I expect Seven to all of a sudden stop playing when that hasn't happened the entire season? Again, I got an entire year to look at how these guys have performed. And he's been solid in those situations. He relaxed on a play. 
didn't make him a bad player. It was a bad snap. So I'm not concerned about that. Do I think this secondary is going to ultimately have to make plays uh, for you to win a championship? Yes. Do I think they're capable of making those plays? Because remember, you don't have to make every play. You just have to make the play when it's time to make the play. You know we've had that conversation, and that's I'm, what it's I'm about. Who. When it was time to make the play, he when made the play. To, there it is. When it's time to make the play, you make that play. When that particular play presents itself, when that moment comes, that's the play you have to make. If you And I think they have guys across the board that can make those plays. And it changes things, even with the secondary. What you have guys can sit here and say, and, and I've said the entire season with Huff, um, and guys can sit here and say, well, he's he, – you know what? He's the weak link. I heard this stuff, and he's killing us, and all of this stuff. And I'm like, he, he's, he's a lot. His, his style is a liability. I'm a liability. I'm just like, no. He's got bad eyes because he's young, and he can fix that. But he also erases a lot of things and makes a lot of plays. And you look at the secondary that they have right now. Why do I do I feel comfortable? Because teams don't feel like they can just throw the ball down the middle of the field. Jimmy Ward no knock on Jimmy Ward. You know I've always said it. One of my favorites has been since he's been on the team. But Jimmy doesn't take the ball away. And if you don't take the ball away, I did um, – I did – guy, I can't think of his name right now. Um, he was an offensive coordinator for um, Kansas City. He was, at, he was a head coach for a while. He was um, – shoot, what was his name? He was um, he was at Pittsburgh. He was a coordinator there. Oh, Why Haley? I think? Haley. Haley, I did. I I was on, and I and I asked this of Haley. Haley had me on his show. Todd Haley. Todd Haley. Yeah. Todd Haley had me on his show, and I asked, and I just said, Todd, you know, I was talking to something about. He was talking to me about this defense, and I said, Todd, this is my philosophy about things that are happening right now, and I said, this is how I feel about the about the secondary. I said, Todd, if it's first down, and you're throwing the ball at a guy consistently, and all, and all he does is knock knock it down. I said, does that really scare you? I said, you, you know he's going to make the play. I said, but does it prevent you? I said, does it deter you from taking that shot? And, and he said, you know, long-time offensive coordinator. Just what I always thought. I said, it was the first time I actually asked an offensive coordinator. I just felt it. And he was like, no, not at all. I said, what about a guy who intercepts the ball all the time? He was like, no, I'm not going to do that. I said, exactly. I said, because you don't want to lose possessions. He That's said, exactly. Right. Yeah. That's, say what you want to say. Huff scares teams because he catches the ball. Gibson scares teams. They they scare teams because they catch the ball. You got guys. Um, you got guys in that secondary that's cat. They catch the ball now, and because of that, things aren't as free flowing at that secondary. So back to the, your number one concern. Do I think the secondary is okay moving forward? Yes, because they've had an entire year to show. You'll get a few. But don't mess around and make a mistake and catch and, and think that you go catch a sleeping because we can make plays too. Yeah, I think that's the difference. I think that's what makes this unit so dynamic because you have you have some solid units that are really, really good. You're not gonna give up yards, you're not gonna give up points, but then it may not take away the ball, right? Then mm-hmm. you have some of those opportunistic units, right? They may give up a bunch of yards, right? They may give up some points, but they'll take advantage of your mistakes, yeah. take the ball away. This team does both, right? They're not yes. going to give up yards. They're not going to give up points. 
and they'll take it away from you, yes. which, which yes. is the trifecta right there as far as I'm concerned. So I think that's that's sort of what makes this this defense uh, so so dynamic. This is the Believe yeah. in the 49ers podcast on Believe. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. Summer Sean Haylock. You mentioned something, Ed, about the Seahawks being the best. This is probably the best possible opponent um, yeah. for th- for thirteen, right? For Purdy. Yeah. And I think this was the best to add to that. And maybe it w- was the opponent, but but I just think it was the best possible. I don't want to say result because obviously it, it's 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 a results business, right? Yeah. I think this game played out really well when, as relates to what it's going to take for this team to go forward. And, and I say that because obviously a divisional foe, right? So you knew it was going to be a tough game. You knew what you were expecting. A team that Purdy has seen before, obviously. Um, it was going to be a, a gritty type of affair, right? There was adversity, right? You had that uh, throughout the duration of that first half, really into into the second half as well, right? You had the adversity, but then you also showed, you rose above that adversity and showed why, you know, many people consider you to be the cream of the crop. And so we saw all these things sort of take place yeah. in the field out there on Saturday. And as as much as we look at this, I don't know that the game was, I don't know that the score was necessarily indicative of the way the game was played, but at the same time, when you look at it, the Niners played one bad quarter, one bad yeah. quarter yeah. of, of, of the four. They played one, you, one bad quarter out there on. Now, what, now also remember though, until you can't do that because one bad quarter can lose the game for you. In the playoffs, it can't, it can Based on your opponent. The, the, the Seattle. It wasn't that not going to do it for you. Perfect opponent because I told you at their best, at their best, they couldn't beat the 49ers. They couldn't beat the 49ers on a bad day at their best. I knew that. I knew that. Now you go against a different opponent. Um, that may one not quarter be could be the difference in, 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 in yes, in, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you can't do that. But I also don't expect them to have that quarter. You know why? Because they've already had it. And on top of that, you got to sit. A lot of your guys for good portion of that fourth quarter. Yeah, like yeah. I don't think this thing could have played out any it, better for the. It's, it's funny. It's funny. I keep the, you know I was talking. I, I you know we were it's a playoff game, so we were all there, and I was talking to um to um Daddy Shanahan. I was talking to Mike, and we were talking about the team and and how we felt about what was going on and 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 the game and um, you know he was telling me some things that he thought about Purdy watching him because you know he's there watching practice and stuff like that so um some interesting stuff that that'll come into play down the road maybe that he was telling me about purdy um but then but just talk about what you just said about the resting and and he was talking and, and i'm just saying it's thought about our 94 team um because we were just talking about how how we, there are some similarities in how we feel you know the atmosphere the 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 team the camaraderie with the team the coaching staff we were like there's some similarities even down to the weather i don't know if a lot of a lot of the faithful remember but 94 going into the nfc championship game we didn't even practice in the bay we went to arizona because it had been raining like crazy just like this It it had been raining for like a month every day we were just, it was in the rain, and George was like, let's get some dry field. So we went to Arizona that week. We practiced at the at the Cardinal facilities that entire week. We weren't even in town. Because he was like, we got to get some dry grass to, to just to work. Because we we had, reason being, we had just chopped up the fields. 
because we had just been out there in the mud and practicing in the rain all the time. And he was like, we just, and he didn't like us practicing on turf. So, so we did that. But so all the similarities with the weather and everything, we were talking about it. But what I'm getting at, you're talking about the players coming down. This is what Mike said. He said, except for the talent. He, <laughs> he said, and I didn't. He said, except for the talent. He said, people don't realize how good. He said, they don't realize how good that team was. He said, I don't ever think that anybody will ever realize it, how good that team was. And he said, what, I, what I've told you forever. Yeah. I'm going to say it now because I, I think I always say it on the pod after the pod or before. I never see it out here. He, he said, people don't even realize most games, our starters weren't even playing in the fourth quarter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he, said, he said, I bet we had 10 games where you guys were out by the third quarter. And so the stats, that's the thing. The stats will never say this was one of the best teams ever because our backups were playing half yeah. the game, damn near every game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because he, 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 was, he was saying, he was like, our games were, he said most of the games were over by the half. He said, you know, halfway through the third, he was like, that was it. Was like, they were over. Like, where I could start working on the next week. He was like, I knew the game was over. So that's, that's the only difference in these clubs. But we both feel, he feels the way I feel. This is a Super Bowl team. They just need to validate it so that they can be special. There's no question that this is a special team. Those of us that have been around them see it. So that's that's what I'm so um everything that's happening right now, that opponent, I think it was great. The opponents that they could possibly get next week, because I mean what it's whoever plays we're it's doing either, this on it's either Dallas or or Tampa. The it's either Dallas or Tampa. Who, who would you rather see? Who would you rather see? I was I was thinking about this earlier today. I mean, you played Tampa already. Yeah, I haven't seen Dallas this year, um, but I think you know you can beat both of those teams, right? Yeah, well, I know I already told you there's nobody in the NFC that can beat us. I, who who would I rather see? I a part of me I, I feel like I was thinking about this earlier today. I think a part of me will probably rather see Dallas. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Like I said, I don't care about either one. I I think I'd rather see Tampa because Tampa is the worst team. I think Tampa can. I think Tampa can beat the Dallas. I have a feeling they may beat Dallas. I think they, they shouldn't. Too. They At shouldn't. Home. Yeah. They should not because Tampa's not good. Tampa's like Seattle. Tampa, Tampa is not a good football team. But the, Dallas, the, big, the big news down there in Tampa is they're getting uh, they're getting some guys back, in particular on the offensive line, which has been decimated this year by injuries. But I think uh, the the center Jensen, I think he's back tonight. Uh, and he he's been a, a, a huge security blanket of sorts for Tom, but he's been out all season. They put him on IR at the beginning yeah. of the year, so he hadn't played a game this year. So we'll see how how many snaps he plays tonight. You know, well, if he gets out there. But Tampa's not good. Yeah, Tampa's well, I, not good. I'll say this. I'll, I'll say offensively well. they're not good. I think I think yeah. they I think Bowles is working yeah. with something on defense. Well, you know what's so funny? Because people all you know, so offensively they're not good. You know what? People say defense wins championships. No, the team that scores the most yeah, you points. You gotta score points. You gotta score points. Yeah. <laughs> the teams that went that scores the most points wins the championship. Yeah, but the, okay? the, thing, the thing about it is <laughs> on this little run they've been on here to to get to the playoffs, their defense has kept them just close enough for Tom to, to have some of that late game magic. Yeah. So, well, I think that's well, that's kind well, of that's what their thing is. That's what that's, that's the, what their thing has been. And 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 exactly that's kind of Seattle's thing. Again, so like I said, Dallas. Dallas is a better football team than Tampa, 
but Dallas hasn't been playing well. So it, it would not shock me if Tampa wins the game. I expect Dallas, I actually expect Dallas to win it. Um, that, you know, now I'm just going back through, I expect Dallas to win it because they are a better football team. Um, and, and the better team should win right now. It has a lot to say for the, that squad if they don't win this game because they are far, you know, with, with from a health standpoint, everything roster standpoint it's the better i mean they got more talent but like how how much do you because they got they looked awful last game of the regular season right like yeah a couple weeks going down the stretch yeah i mean is that a big deal or not going into the playoffs oh well well it's a big deal if your quarterback can't fix what he's doing i mean i mean right now right the last couple of games or the last month or so you look at Dak prescott he looks like he's point shaving the way he's just giving the ball away. <laughs> I mean, it's it's yeah, it, it, it's like he's mad at his coach. Like, like, like I'm gonna get somebody. He's my quarterback coach, coordinator. I'm trying to get somebody fired. I don't know what you said. Somebody said something to him in the meeting he didn't like, <laughs> and and he's like, I'm gonna get all of y'all out of town. All right. So that's how it looks to me. <laughs> if he continues to play that way, they can't win. Um, either way, but but. The 40, the 49ers playing Tampa will be like the 49ers playing the Seahawks. It'll be another week that even at your back, if you have a bad day, they can't beat you. They can't beat. I know we're talking about it's Tom Brady. It's Tom Brady. Now, like Tom Brady ain't Tom Brady anymore. There'll never be another Tom Brady. Tom Brady's not even that guy anymore. Tom Brady can't do what he did in the past. Yeah. He's not, he's not that guy. Tom Brady can't move. He can't move. And I'm sorry right now. There's not a quarterback on planet Earth that can play against our defensive front. And and if you can't scramble and run around, it is it'll be it's gonna be a long day. You cannot. I'm, I'm you 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 can't. It's it's impossible to play against that defensive front like that. So that's that's just one of those things that I'm just looking at. Even in that case, Dak can move around. It's so, so you know it, it's 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 more he can create with his legs and more plays he can create. So it, that would cause the Niners more trouble, you know, the defense more trouble. It gives them opportunity to make more plays, but still, it it, it won't. I, I don't really care about either one of them. This is another team that's in the way. Yeah. Just like they're just in the way. They're not going to stop us from getting there. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll find out who that is. Um... This is the Believe in 49ers podcast. I believe he is Super Bowl champion, Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. Anytime somebody mentions point shaving, uh, of course, we know Dak's not doing that. But anytime somebody mentions that. Uh, no, I didn't. Of course, he's he- not. I just said he he- just looked like it. He- he- he's playing so poorly. Yeah, Head- Headache Smith from Arizona State. He he was infamous. He got caught in that whole thing. Anyway, there was this made-for-TV movie. They made it in my dorm. <laughs> so we had oh, to we, we had to we couldn't enter at certain times they had the whole production trucks and stuff out That's there they, they took over the whole joint for like i don't know a couple weeks or whatever it probably was longer than that um to, to I make hope they, it, i hope they paid you for your inconvenience you would think right no and well, i wouldn't no, I, 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 no, I would know i can tell you right now there is no way in hell there is no way in hell they could have told me I can't get to my spot when I want to for two weeks and I'm paying for it. I wasn't uh I wasn't smart enough. I was like what 18, 19 probably at the time. I guarantee I 
for me, I was just like, oh, wow, they're yeah, making they, a movie here. This yeah, is so no, they cool. got over on you because I guarantee you that was a part of the budget. Yeah. They, had, they, <laughs> they had relocation fee in there for you guys. Like, please, they, they still owe you. Should call them up. They owe you money. <laughs> they do owe you big time, big time. Goodness. Uh, so we we will find out uh, whether it's the Bucks, whether it is the Cowboys, uh, who will be the next opponent going into the field of jeans. This we know, whoever it is, they will be playing on Sunday. It'll be the later game on Sunday, maybe three thirty local time uh, at the field of jeans. And we kind of discussed this, right? Like if if uh, if the Giants win, then there's no way they could have made the Bucks or or uh, Cowboys play on Saturday. Um, yeah, because they're playing on Monday. So uh, we kind of talked about that a little bit last week. And so it's actually going to be the last game of the divisional round uh, Sunday at 330. Uh, so yeah. we will find out soon enough. You who called the Giants, too. I didn't think that. I didn't think they I, – I, I didn't think that they would allow them to hang around like that after doing it the last time, Minnesota, that is. I, I thought they'd be played a game differently. They didn't change the thing. Um, very good game plan that the Giants had. They changed up just enough in their approach offensively and defensively to to give them problems. And then the other part of it, I forgot altogether. Kirk Cousins, prime time. <laughs> and they still I, had a chance too. The Vikings I, still had a chance late. Why? Why would you possibly? I don't get that. The, two things. And, and first of all, I don't know why you when it's fourth and eight. Why do you run a three-yard route? Yeah. That's number one. Yeah. Number two, so why you throw it? I, I I don't I don't get it. Yeah, he it was it that that was that was the the big question and and, and Kevin O'Connell he's he worked he worked under McVeigh whatever so you know he 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 was one of he got up to the podium and kind of you know he had to wear that so to speak. Kirk talked about it. He said whatever he was looking for. His first couple of reads whatever weren't there so. Instead of taking a sack, he just he just threw it, just hoping for the best. Well, I, I get it. I, I no, I get it. Throw it instead of take it's fourth down. You're gonna yeah. throw it. But I'm just like, why why does he run? So instead yeah. of taking a sack, I just threw it fair. Three yards. Oh, instead it of taking been a sack, a, throw it to somebody who can get a first down. Yeah, it should have been a better play call, right? Like, yeah. Yeah, well, well, I mean, it should have been better all around because right. you know, someone somebody's gotta win. Number one, you gotta put guys in position to win, number two. But then that's what I'm saying right there. Instead of taking a sack, stop trying to make excuses. Instead of taking a sack, I just decided to throw that night. Like, no, that was a dumb decision, and you got to eat that because instead of taking a sack, if you if you're just throwing it up instead of taking a sack, throw it to someone who's past the yard mark. Yeah, Man, if they're if they're all covered, okay, that that makes no sense whatsoever. You look at, but I mean, you look at the. Man, Vikings. I hate when they say stuff like that. Goodness you, gracious! You look at the, but I mean, we we've kind of talked about this all season how. Really, like the top two seeds, like all the attention has been on the Niners, right? Like people yeah. have not really shown a great amount of of faith or what have you in the top two seeds, uh, especially not or the top two. Well, the top two seeds when Minnesota was there, um, yeah. of course the Niners were able to get into that 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 number two spot, but for a good part of the year it was it was you know Philly and Minnesota right there and. You know, just not a whole lot of faith um, shown in any of those teams, especially the Vikings, just because of, you know, the late game heroics and the negative point differential, which is mind blowing to me. I never I, that is unbelievable. You can go a whole season and have that record 
and be outscored on the year. That is, I've never seen anything like that before. Um, yeah, apparently, it yeah, happened. Well, it wasn't the first time it happened. So, I mean, that's well, that's what happened when you win. When you win by when you win by the big play, that's yeah. what happened. Because what? And I told you before, you know, when we were discussing the Vikings, I was like, there's no way they can beat the Niners because they're not tough. Yeah. And it showed up this last game. The Vikings, the Vikings just kept, you know, giving them body blows, yeah. and eventually. You know they didn't want to. They didn't want to take the rib shots anymore, and I, that's what I figured was going to happen. I kind of see the same thing in Philly. You know, I've been saying that. I was like, I don't think Philly is tough enough. The Vikings showed more toughness than I was expecting. I, I they do now. I still think Daniel Jones is going to be. It's going to be fine, but until he really sees how fast and how tough and how hard that defense hits, and then I think Danny Jones is going to go back to being the old Jones <laughs> if he has to play against them. I, I really do. I, I really do. Because it's gonna be his first time running to them, and he's gonna be like, "Oh, yeah, well, we'll, we'll we'll see this week." I mean, they they're they they're gonna get after it. Uh, Philly and, and the Giants are gonna they're gonna. Uh, well, I'm, well, I'm just yeah, I'm just talking about if the Giants. I'm talking about if he has to play the Niners. Oh well, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about with Philly. I'm talking about with the Niners. Oh, Man, I don't care, bro. I don't care about any of them. <laughs> you can tell them I said it. I, I you know. That people are gonna find out that I said it's own belief. I don't care about any of you guys. It's you're out there. It's, it's the it's way. It's you're in the way. You're not. Going, you're not going to beat the Niners. There's nobody in the NFC that, that you are in the way. People right now are talking about who do you think is going to win, and we had that little discussion because we have to. Truly, I'm like both of those clubs are just like, man, let's just have some fun this week because it's over next week anyway. They already know. Nobody wants to see the Niners. Nobody. No, nobody. There's there's teams in the AFC like thank goodness we're on this side yeah. of the coin. Well, it's it's out there. You 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 put it on wax, my man. So it's already out there. Uh we will figure out who it is. We'll find out who it is, whether it's be the Cowboys or the Buccaneers. Of course, we'll have more for you on uh, right here on Believe. Uh, as always, we want to encourage you to continue to download, subscribe, rate, and review. We're located wherever you find your podcast. If there's a like or follow button on your particular podcast subscription service, go ahead and hit that like or follow button. Uh, give us a like on YouTube as well. That's at Believe in 49ers, B-L-E-A-V. Follow us on social media. I'm at R Haylock on Twitter. He is at underscore Eric Davis underscore. And on Instagram, I'm at Watch Ray Ray. He is at ED25. So, from a partner, Super Bowl champion Eric Davis, I'm Rashawn Haylock. This has been the Believe in 49ers podcast on Believe. We'll see y'all later this week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.